started that. <laughs> I was going to try and catch you out. Yeah. Like... I didn't say anything, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hello. Welcome. Um, this is the first one of our Football Almost Daily team-specific podcasts. We're going to do some little, hopefully short, bite-sized appraisals of uh, each team going into the new Premier League season. Who was decent last year? This is in respect of fantasy. Who was decent last year? Who could be good this year? And um, sort of generally in the real world as well, what's going on with that club? And have a little look at what we personally, as a couple of armchair assholes, believe that their aims should be this season. So, first up, we thought we'd do it in alphabetical order to provide some sort of logic. So, Arsenal are first alphabetically. Um, do you want to go straight in? You should probably <laughs> say hello first, shouldn't you? As you're the yeah. co- my co-presenter, Ian. Curtis. Uh, I went a slightly different way, and I was trying to learn more about all the clubs. Okay. So I just did some Google searches and found out about their history uh, and that kind of stuff. They do say than... good communication is the foundation of a well, great it, relationship. It you? makes it more interesting. Because <laughs> if you've gone for people, uh, if you've gone for players that were good, are good, mm. people to possibly have an FPL, and then I've mm. looked a bit about the history... And it's going to hopefully be good for a lot of people. People that are FBL really? fans, people that have no knowledge of football like me. Uh, we all should learn something. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm a, a bit of a gabbler once I get on a run. So do you want to begin with your... Gabbler. Your Arsenal observations. <laughs> uh, I actually always wondered why uh, they were the Gunners. And I never okay. knew. Uh, so I googled that. Because yeah. I figured that would be a good place to start. Because that's uh-huh. their nickname. Uh so, so they were founded in 1886 as Dial Square. Mm-hmm. And Dial Square was uh, the name of the munitions. Or, yeah, Dial Square was on or around the munitions factory, mm-hmm. which is why they made yeah, munitions. I had no Ars- idea. So, hence Arsenal, a literal Arsenal. Yeah, an arsenal of munitions. There you go. That's Ian, no that idea. is Ian's club fact of the day. Yeah, it makes sense. I'd never really thought about it. I'd never bothered to actually delve into why... Or how they were formed, or when, or anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. That's a yeah. fact. I'm sure yeah, someone, like it. someone else, probably won't have. Won't Perhaps that. there are people out there that don't know and are quite interested by that. I, I didn't know the. I presumed it was like that they were formed at like the Woolwich Arsenal or something. But there we go. But now you know why they're called the Gunners. The Gunners. I think they should have to change it non-PC today. Man. We don't want to be bringing guns to games. Certainly not on our shirts. <laughs> That's t- totally not what I think. Oh, I, got yeah, fact as I well. think there should be more guns at games. More actually. guns. Yeah. No, I don't think that either. But anyway, we're sort of uh, I'm, I'm leading <laughs> us down the garden path here. Sorry, what were you? Oh yeah, say? No, so they were uh, founded in 1886, like I said, mm-hmm. uh, and they got. Apparently their kit's really like famous or something for the colours. It was the first right kind of colour scheme. Uh, and it was yep. gifted to them from Nottingham Forest. Mm. Like, Very nice. The shirts apparently, yeah. So they couldn't afford them. I don't know if this is true because I obviously read it on the internet so it could be completely fake. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the, no, they found, found it, founded the club and then Nottingham Forest gave them some shirts. And they kind of developed Not, Nottingham Forest should be getting royalties off every Arsenal shirt sold then. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> I think they developed their own colour scheme a bit more after that but yeah the first they changed it just enough yeah just enough they put a couple of stripes on it 
So yeah, they're cool. my two two facts that I've got. Um, I have other ones, but I don't know if you want to say something of crap. No, I'm enjoying this factual uh, mosey down Arsenal's memory lane. What else you got? Uh, this is some big players. Okay. From, uh, from their history. Okay. I li- literally just put their name, how many caps, and how many goals they scored. Okay. Are you going to reveal any of them? Or? Uh, so I've got Thierry Henry. Who's that? Massive star. Yeah. He uh, was French. I heard of him. It's a bit close to that Terry Henry who used to play. Terry Henneria. Terry Henneria. Uh, yeah, 174 goals, 254 caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, got Dennis Bergkamp. Mm-hmm. 87 goals. Yeah. 315 appearances. Mm-hmm. Ian Wright. Yeah. Two, 221 uh, appearances 128 goals and then I actually forgot uh, about Patrick Vieira mm. 279 appearances and 29 goals yeah. he was the only one that I forgot on the little list when it came up when I typed in Arsenal famous players I was like oh yeah I forgot about that guy <laughs> <laughs> the, the beginner's guide to football history it really is isn't it yeah yeah and it's... Patrick Vieira of course the mortal enemy of Roy Keane at the time mm. but that's I mean that's that was my thought all along that this is hopefully going to work both ways in that you're going to give a more rounded kind of um, football knowledge kind I of wouldn't view. give me too much credit <laughs> before we go down and, that uh, I'm just typing stuff in on Google and uh, regurgitating the shitty facts I've found which are probably fake anyway um, <laughs> oh they're the only team that's never been relegated from a league Arsenal mm. that was a really interesting fact that yeah. sounds made up but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. That was one I didn't know. I didn't. Ah, know. Yes, I would have um, hazarded a guess that Everton had never been relegated either, but I don't know. Maybe they have. Yeah, apparently. Um, uh, so they got a gold version of the Premier League trophy when they won it because they went unbeaten, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I didn't write down how many games it was do you know 38 wow that's right. well that wasn't the entire was it a run, season and a bit but they yeah they went right. on they are the only team to go undefeated in a 38 game English season mm, it's really cool so it's nice that they got presented with a mm-hmm. gold version of the Premier League trophy who yeah. beat them finally Chelsea no Man U I was going to say you didn't back your own boys <laughs> first yeah Man U beat them I love backing the boys. You do. Um, <laughs> another, <laughs> another interesting fact. Yeah. 22nd of January, 1927. What is the date about? First FA Cup win? No, it was the first uh, match to be aired on the radio. Mm. Yeah, right. Arsenal versus Sheffield United. Well, that was another really interesting fact. But Who won? Google gave me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Probably Arsenal. Uh, and then the only other one I've got is in 1993 they were the first club to win the FA Cup and the League Cup in the same year mm. uh, that is all my facts those are some beautiful facts I thought so round of applause ladies and gentlemen Google's very helpful yeah I like it that was a nice <laughs> intro an intro to the history of Arsenal their pivotal moments and some of their pivotal players sort of contemporary pivotal players I suppose yeah, nothing too old because I just went for the ones I could remember. Yeah, I've got a feeling that uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think uh, 
was it Herbert Chapman, very early Arsenal manager. I think he sort of pioneered the four four four. Did he pioneer the four four two? No, he pioneered uh, the W M formation. I think of the Wummer, which um, changed the the nature of English football. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, the three two five or the three four three, or the three two two three. Three two two three consisted of three the, defenders. The W M kept close to the goalkeeper during defending, mm -hmm. while spreading out yeah. to prevent a long wall counter attack. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and there's a little diagram there. That's nice. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, legend. Yeah, it's quite interesting when you start looking at all the facts about football clubs. You didn't no idea some of this stuff. Yep. There you go. I chipped in my fact. Arsenal. I don't think I'm going to be much. Should, uh, we, should we drift onto this season uh, upcoming? Oh yeah, who, who are we looking at for next season? Okay, so I think just a brief, uh, you know, uh, touch on last season. There was a clear standout for Arsenal, which was obviously Aubameyang. He's their best player, their top goal scorer, and racked up the fantasy points yeah no one else really did anything did they or much anyway <laughs> not a great deal certainly not worthy of mention I don't think um, but yeah I think uh, going into this season um, Arsenal have got some problems to solve I mean the thing is about Arsenal is um, it's probably easier to start with their aim what you, th oh, what you think their aim should be this season for me I think a team of Arsenal's status have to be aiming at the title now they might they'll probably be happy with top four I mean you look back on the season you think okay well I'm happy with top four and perhaps a trophy but if you're putting together an Arsenal team it has to be shooting for the title um, so there Arteta's job really is to try and narrow the gap as much as he can with the players that he's got and trying to add one or two gems and really I mean it's he has a gem but how do you solve a problem like Ozil can he play in this team does he want to play in this team will he go he's he on the one big that's money on a, yeah as I say he's on a stupid contract isn't he and I suppose that's probably their biggest thing of the summer like do they can they move him on if they can that's going to free up wage money if he wants to stay I think this is his last season on his contract if it is can Arteta get something out of him because a top firing Ozil is an asset to pretty much any team he's a super player his so, assist stats are crazy This he might want to make himself look good this season then how old is mm. he like almost 30 I'm guessing I think to be honest, whatever he does this season, he's not going to stay at Arsenal. No, no, but what he'll I mean probably is... go to Turkey. I think it oh, seems as okay, big. Turkey. No, I was going to say because uh, <clears throat> if this is his last season, he's on big money. He doesn't want to leave now. But if he starts playing games and making himself look more appealing and a better player, mm -hmm. he might attract some people because he's going to go on a free Maybe. contract. I'm guessing, isn't he? At the end, he'll be on a free. I think he'll be 32 so, or 33 though by season's end. So, so then so. Turkey makes sense. Okay, so yeah. he's probably not. Gonna... Well, I think he's got Persia like. A, I think he's got Turkish heritage and um, yeah he's got close ties there with um, I think he's pals with the Turkish president 
which uh, causes some controversy in certain circles, but um, oh, yeah, so drift away from that. Definitely but, stay away from him then. Yeah, I think uh, if he does it, he'll be an asset. But if Arsenal can get rid of him, just get rid. Um, the rumoured guys coming in, it doesn't look like they're going to keep Ceballos, I don't think. So um, they're rumoured to be looking at trying to get a deal for Coutinho over the line. Much further down the room of scale seems to be Thiago at Bayern. But they do need that creative influence in midfield. But if he could get Coutinho on loan, that's a hell of a sign. And if he performs, if he could get Thiago cheaper. And it looks like they're going for a lad who seems to be um, touted as a really possible top draw prospect out of uh, Lille. He's a Brazilian lad, Gabriel Magalhães. I think that's how you say his name. Um, if they get any of those, I think they could have a really good season. Um, William is already in the club. That's their only real signing so far. He's joined on a free. I think... I don't know. Is he going to provide a challenge for Pepe? Is he going to take Pepe's spot? Who knows? But for me, I think Pepe is definitely worth a tout as a guy who could tear it up this season because quite often players come in they come in from abroad they don't have a very good first season and then second season they just absolutely hit the ground running I think if anyone has the skill set to do that then it's Pepe he's quick, he's skillful um, yeah, oh, he would be a pick and also Kieran Tierney if he can stay fit I think he could get a few assists from left back as well so couple of picks for this season um i'm picking arsenal to hopefully progress under arteta um and if like say if they if he can manage to pull some of these deals off if he could get a coutinho in a tiago um and he's i think isn't is it willie saliba the center back they <laughs> you're asking me they sent uh, to uh, st etienne last season but i think he's back in this season again another highly rated center half so um, oh, they've definitely got yeah. Gabriel Magalhães, whatever you said his name was. Yeah, he's going to join. So, yeah, I think that's good. Um, I'm not sure Arsenal are going to be into keeping too many clean sheets again next season, to be fair. So, yeah, those are probably, I would say, if you're going to, for your inaugural team, if you were looking at any Arsenal players, then Aubameyang, Tierney and Pepe would be there we have to say as well the transfer window isn't shut so we are doing this on the 25th of August other signings could take place the information might change a little bit fluid um, but that's that's me that's all I, I kind of wanted to cover where Arsenal were concerned what about you have you got anything else to drop in there um, I don't think there's anything more I mean when you said about what their aspirations are for the season I just think back to like Arsene Wenger all the time and how he mm -hmm. used to just not want to spend money or well, it seemed like he never wanted to spend money but he always used to get the most out of his team I think he was an and, accountant before right. at some point in his life but that's but, whenever I, yeah, I think of Arsenal I just think of him and obviously their unbeaten run and I think if the new manager can do something anywhere near as good as that like not spending much money making the team better well it's a, a deeper point that connects to what we were saying about the Champions League the other day I think which is yeah. that Arsenal were probably the prototype business model that was like top four 
Yeah. We have to be in the top four. Don't you know? It doesn't matter about cups, trophies, whatever. It's a business. It's a money-making business, and to do that, we have to be in the top four. Well, yeah, because top four is the minimum, isn't it? Because as soon as you're in the yeah. top four, then you get money for being in that other competition. I, so I think. Don't quote me on it. I think, but I, it's not confirmed. But I think Arsenal is the most expensive home ticket in the country. So, yeah. to if you're paying that and you're turning up there to watch them, you want to see Arsenal challenging for the title. You don't want to see him milling about trying to scrape into fourth spot. Because the trouble is, what happens is what you've seen happen. Shit, you're correct. 97 it's, quid a ticket yeah. on average. West Ham, 95. Oh my mm. God, they're not getting their money's worth, are they? Crikey. But yeah, Arsenal, what happens is then, what happens? Other clubs start to reel you in and catch you up. Your aims aren't high enough. If you're constantly aiming for fourth, that's what you're preparing for. You, you have to be aiming for the title with you then. To be honest, I'm a bit of a sporting purist as I said before so I don't think you should enter the damn competition if you're not intent on trying to win it Every all 20 Premier League teams aim should be to win the Premier League now at the end of the season if you're um, West Brom you might be happy with 4th from bottom maybe depending on how the season goes you'd probably take it right now if you could but that doesn't mean everybody's aim shouldn't be the same. And so Arsenal, for me, them especially, as a a more established club, a historical winner, one of the, the biggest clubs in terms of Premier League performances for the past, well, since its inception, they should be aiming for the title next mm, year. Definitely. Cause... And I, I think they will be. I don't think Arteta seems like the kind of guy that wants to settle for less than the highest that he can possibly achieve. I hope he can bring them back to, like I said, what I can remember. Because I can just remember that, like, around the unbeaten run, um, I think I was just finished school or in college or something, and watching mm. Match of the Day and just really enjoying watching it because they were a really nice team to watch play football. Yeah. So I think that would be great if that kind of... They played football season. well, but Arsene Wenger only knew if there was one criticism of a guy who was done so much, it was that he would not understand the flaws in his team and correct them. He wanted his team to play a certain way and they were going to play that way come hell or high water. And the trouble was they didn't win anything for years because what he really needed was what he didn't want. He wanted ball-playing, flair, fancy centre-halves to come in who could knock it out from the back. But the trouble was they were average at best defenders. So Arsenal kept conceding goals all the time. And then he didn't pull in a midfielder in the Vieira mould who was like a general, yeah. somebody who'd batter the team, uh, opposition teams about. His t early team were massive compared to his later teams. They gradually decreased in body size and increased in technical ability, but then they stopped winning. So, lesson to be learnt. You've got to coach your team. You've got to buy the right players. You've got to identify where your team isn't succeeding and try and get the right player to plug that gap. Otherwise, next season, you're going to have the same problem. Mm. I, like, I was just reading uh, a little bit about this uh, Gabriel guy as well. It's really mm -hmm. talking. He actually seems like he's going to be fairly decent. Yeah. Like, just the little blurb that I've been reading. The stats, definitely, the stats definitely look good, but 
it just the, is... the trouble is the stats look good, but the reality of playing in the, the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Is... I think just reading that statement about his determination. So it says at the age of thirteen, he showed a dedication to his career by taking a twelve-hour bus, uh, mm-hmm. and then he learned how to speak French and now conducts interviews in French. Mm. So you're like, well, he's got the fucking determination. Well, so if he could be an absolute, star. a lot of these kids from you know poorer backgrounds, especially in foreign countries, South America places like that and sometimes in Mediterranean countries as well they're prepared to do whatever it takes they play football every day out on the street that's all they do yeah. and then they play and play and play and they're prepared to go as far as they have to go in order to be a success that's no denigration on the English lads but we have life a lot more comfortable here than than a lot of places do generally speaking before anyone gets their pants in a twist <laughs> And so it's a different kind of thing. There are a lot more distractions. They ain't got friggin' iPads sit on iPhone all day. You know, if if you were poor in those countries, you were poor. You, you know, food was was a luxury. But anyway, um, moving swiftly on uh, to the is this the end? Is this the end of our Arsenal? I feel like it is. I mean, we said we're only going to do twenty minutes. Just kind of quick recap, quick bits, yeah. a couple of bits of facts, talk about some players, potential mm-hmm. highlights, some potential uh, FPL golden nuggets i guess yeah uh, the golden know. nugget arsenal pepe no i like that's, that's my shout nah anyway that's 21 minutes we said it was going to be short snappy yeah. we'll end it there it's 21 minutes time to go